Okay, a couple of years down the road, uh, you are hanging out. Uh, you you came from a uh, a gig in uh, sunny Los Angeles, the okay. Silver Lake area. I'm doing stand up still. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, you're uh, you know you're kind of making a comeback. You took some uh, some time off. I did. Yeah, for personal reasons, but you uh, you're kind of back at it, man. Um, okay. you to, yeah, you kind of like took like a six month break, uh, from standup, uh, because, uh, you were just like telling jokes somewhere and, um, you were telling jokes and you were kind of killing it for everyone except one person in the audience. They just kind of looked annoyed. And then, and so in the middle of the show, you're just like, I can't, ma'am, like, this is, I'm clearly killing them. Like you're, you're kind of like being silly about it. You're like, I'm clearly killing here. Like, why aren't you laughing? You know what I mean? Type right. of thing. Uh, but you're kind of wondering why. And then she's like, my husband's dead. And you're like, oh. <laughs> and then she like bursts into tears and like leaves. And uh, like you, like your bow tie, you, you had a bow tie on that night for some reason. And it starts spinning after that happened. Like that's how embarrassed you were. Oh, man. Like, yeah. And you just kind of went like, and, like you couldn't win like the crowd back. It didn't matter like what you said. This, this would be so tight if it happened to somebody else. Yeah. Oh, it'd be hilarious. It'd be great. Yeah. One, one guy. One guy throws a tomato at you. He's like, "I knew her. I knew her husband." <laughs> yeah. So uh, you kind of felt uh, a little weird uh, about stand up after that happened. So you kind of took a break, uh, but you're okay. back at it. You know, uh, you are ready to go. You're you're coming back from a um, a gig. Uh, you were performing at. There's like a. Uh, lawnmower emporium in los angeles okay yeah called dot 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 blades of love blades of love blades of love and so that fooled me because i thought for sure it was going to be blades of glory and then no well that would have been i mean that clearly would have been better but whatever so um you go in and you kind of like think that to yourself and you walk in like like like, uh as as you're like leaving like the gig basically is at this uh, lawnmower emporium and it's actually a pretty fun show the show uh is hosted by uh this guy named uh, uh kevin O'Darling. Uh, and the name of the show is called my darling darling friends yeah that's that's good marketing for real and so, um, and the show goes really well, you know, you're kind of like, uh, feeling pretty good. And as you walk out, you kind of like the owner's there and he's like, Hey, thanks for coming. And you're like, yeah, no problem. And you just go, uh, I just quick question. How come you didn't name it blades of glory? And like his face like falls. He's like, uh, and he just goes, you idiot, you idiot. Like as he's looking in like, in like the mirror, he's like screaming at himself and you're like, uh Oh, so you're like, you know, you leave. I can't um, stop hurting people. You know, yeah, that that's sucks. what it would appear. Yeah, that sucks. You kind of like uh, you kind of been like riffing on that lately on stage. Like, like like you'll be like, yeah, like like everyone I come in contact with lately gets hurt somehow. Like like you point mm-hmm. them in the front row and be like, hey, you know, look, watch out, fella. Better make sure your shoelaces are tied or whatever. And like it kills. Uh, and so um, you leave and you're like, that was awkward. And you stop off at a uh, at a bar, grab a drink. You know, why not? It's right mm-hmm. around the corner from where you live. Uh, this is a uh, bar called uh, Hop and Fred's, and uh, 
basically the, the, the bar is the, uh, the gimmick is that it's like a, uh, uh, the weights, the wait staff, they're all dressed like frogs and okay. uh, they like, uh, you know, they actually have like hopping boots that they wear. They're like, they, they have like bounds from table to table, dude. Like, honestly, it's pretty tight. Like the roof, uh, or whatever the ceiling is like 50 feet in the air. <clears throat> so hey, that rules. Yeah, it's kind of tight. And you're like, fuck it. I'm going in there every day. Cause that is what I do. So, uh, you walk in and, uh, you kind of have to like use the restroom, you know. So walk into the bathroom, you know, do your uh, <clears throat> do your stuff. And right as you're about to leave, you kind of look down at the ground and you see like a gold coin. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Uh, I pick up the coin. You pick up the and, coin and put it put it in my front right pocket. You slip it down that front right pocket it slides in perfectly like a uh, sword being sheathed by christ <laughs> kind of like an extra pep in your step you know walk over yeah. to the bar sit down uh bartender comes over she's like hey i'm megan uh what can i what can i grab you oh uh i'll have uh just any light beer please she's like you got it brings you the beer Kind of sit there, and that beer goes down smooth. Mm. It's uh, it's called Bud Smooth, and it oh. is the smoothest beer on the fucking market. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it slides down that tiny yeah. little throat. Okay, and it's in your stomach immediately, and and it's like five. It's it's light beer, but it's like five percent alcohol now. So it's like you know, it's still. You know, drinks like a beer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, huge developments in the light beer science. Yeah, a few years down the road, light beer uh, kind of takes a huge step. Uh, Earth is visited by aliens. Yeah, Yeah. we figure it out. Yeah, and the uh, the space aliens, uh, like you know, talk. You know, they they come in peace and they revolutionize the light beer industry. In yeah, they are like just for whatever reason, it turns out. They're both very good uh, at uh, making beer and teaching how to make beer. So this one is so this is called the, the beer that you're drinking. Yeah, it it's a Bud Smooth. It's part of uh, their new line of beers called the uh, uh, called Our Galactic Friends, and it's like just different uh, beers based on different flavors from like the alien homeworld that they're from. Uh, Tarzana Stan. Yes. Yeah, it's wild, man. So, so we discover life on another planet, and the only thing they impart to us is uh, craft beer knowledge. That yeah. fucking sucks, dude. They're like, what a, uh, what a letdown. Yeah, a little bit, because uh, like they clearly have like interstellar travel, and they're like, you know, we've judged your species as being, uh, you know, a fun hang, but we cannot trust you with this. And so, and honestly, you kind of get it. So, um, right. you have a couple of bud smooths before you kind of know what's happening, you know? Uh, and you're, you're, you're like starting to feel like kind of buzzed, you know, you're feeling pretty good. And then, um, you, you turn to the bartender, uh, Megan and uh, you order another, another beer. And then from behind you, you hear somebody be like, um, 
Hold on, miss. Put that on me tab. It's the worst Irish accent that you have ever heard in your fucking life. You know what I mean? Like it's it's it sounds like uh like like rattling bones covered in Guinness. It sounds like a uh, like a fireman's funeral. You know what I mean? That's how fucking yeah. bad and Irish it is. And you kind of go like, what the hell? And you turn and look. And standing next to you at the bar is this guy. He um, he's dressed. Uh, he's like a regular sized man, but he is dressed like a leprechaun. Uh, okay. And uh, like he's got like bright red hair, you know, the hat. You know what I mean? And uh, again, his his accent is horrendous. It's like barely close. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, he looks at you and he, and he goes, "Why, Danny, me boy, me name's Izzy Irish." He, he goes, Wait, what's his name? Izzy Irish. He goes oh, on okay. to tell you that he seen you do uh, stand up before, uh, just at like a bar gig, and he thought you like really funny and stuff. And so, so, so he goes. We'll have a drink to that, me lad. And then he uh, kind of like turns and like you gotta look over and like there's just two shots of whiskey coming down like the bar, like Sam Malone style, like no one's ordered them. And uh, you kind of put your hand out the last second. That shot glass fits perfectly in your hand. Not a drop is spilled. Uh, and so he uh, he raises uh, the glass to you and he and, and he goes uh, he goes, Teddy, me lad, have you any Irish blood within you, Sonny? No. And he goes, well, tonight, tonight you do. And you guys like, uh, cheers. And you just fucking down that shot. And then as okay. soon as it's finished, you put it down and he winks at you. And the shot glass fills back up with whiskey. <laughs> so you guys end up getting okay. a pretty fucking hammer together, dude. Like sure. you honestly planned on going there for like, maybe two beers, you know, whatever, before you head home. This is the Irish. Uh, and like, as the night goes on, he kind of, like his behavior kind of, it's never like, it's never like bad really, but you kind of like, this guy is out of control. Like, like, like it's just the thing where he just talks a little too loud and a little too close to uh-huh. people. And like, he won't stop singing songs. Like he's just like, Hey, I was here. The devil, you will leave me astray. Like, just singing songs like that. Yeah, this guy sucks. A little, yeah, a little bit, uh, and so, like, I, like, I, I, like, at one point, uh, like through the haze, you kind of remember him like looking at you and being like, he's like, he's not like squaring up like to fight you, but he's showing you like you know his stance, and he's like, and he's like doing like the old timey type of sure, boxing, sure. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, where the hands gotta go around, and, and, and he goes, you think these fists haven't killed before? And then later on, he's like, oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes, the pipes. Like, they're like maudlin and like a sad Irish music that he's singing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, eventually, you guys are like shutting the bar down. You know, you guys are having a nightcap before we get going. You're like, this guy sounds too emotional. He honestly, yeah, it's a thing where like you can tell that this guy hides like some emotions, but a lot of them, they just come out, you know? Okay. Um, He's like, uh, you guys are like nursing one last drink before you get going. Uh, the, the bartender called you guys like cabs to go, you know? Uh, and you're like, no, I live around the corner. And she's like, no, you really need this. And you're like, all right. Uh, and so uh, you guys are kind of like sitting there and he's like, he's like, daddy, 
Yo, mi best fucking friend. <laughs> Yo, mi best fucking friend. You know, stuff like that. He's like fucked up, dude. And he kind of goes on. He, he just goes, I, the only thing that could make this night even better is if I found me missing coin. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, he kind of like stares at the ground, sadly. Do you tell him about the gold coin that you found? Yeah, I do. I say, oh, that's crazy because I found a gold coin lying on the dirty bathroom. Uh, You know, whatever, some time ago. Snaps up and look at you and he goes, the men's bathroom? Yeah, I was in the men's bathroom. He goes, Oh, that's me lucky coin it is. And you like take it out of that right pocket of yours. And even though like, you know, you're pulling it out to give it back to him. It's almost like that pocket is trying to hold on to that coin. Weird. And so you, you pull it out and he's like, Oh, and like you give it to him. And he's like, he kind of, uh, like jumps in the air and he's like, yeah, he's like so psyched. And he looks at you and he goes, and he goes, Danny, me boy, from here on out, I, you've got the luck of the Irish, you do. And he like does like the sign of the cross on your forehead. Um, and then uh, he takes out like a small stone and presses it against your lips. And he goes, and the gift of the Blarney. What's the gift of the Blarney? Uh, I mean, you, like, like, you become like a really smooth talker. Oh. Yeah, Blarney. Yeah, yeah. it's like kissing the Blarney. Great for, great for my career. Yeah. And you kind of like think that to yourself. Uh, yeah. You guys walk outside together, the cabs show up, and then he's like, and then he's like, Danny, me lad, I know in me heart we'll meet again. And he walks back to that, to the cab with that fucking terrible Irish voice rising up high towards the heavens, just like, uh, hey, tell me my heart, I go home, the boy won't be the girl. He like goes into his cab, they drive. All right, him. see ya, Izzy. <laughs> Crazy son of a bitch. You get a, a ride back to your uh, to your place. You just like walk in, and um, you basically just like pass out. Uh, okay. You wake up the next day. Uh, you're like, honestly, you kind of feel you don't feel hungover at all. You're like, oh, wow, it's kind of nice. And, you, and like you, um, you kind of get up and stretch, and. Um, you look down at your phone and it's like, uh, you have like a, an email from this guy. And uh, he is one of the biggest restaurateurs on the West Coast. Like, you've been trying to talk to this guy for years, you know? Because this guy, he basically his thing is that he owns several really well regarded restaurants on the, on the West Coast. There's one, there's one called Burgers and cream uh it's a burger place and ice cream store uh there's one, there's one place uh that's called uh steers and rears and what it is is it's like a steakhouse but like all the waiters and waitresses like where like like they all have like really like Big asses. Big asses, no. yeah. Yeah, everyone's got a big ass. Yeah. Steers and Steers rears. Steers and rears. It's like, it's like Hooters, except it's for, you know, men asses. and women with large asses. Yeah. Uh, I like what's going on in the future. 
there's some interesting stuff happening, man. The <laughs> aliens and the yeah, the light beer. This is all great. Steers and rears. Wow. So the um, <laughs> the future rules. <laughs> so, so you look at the so it's from this guy. Uh, his name is uh, Antonio Breakfast. And he uh, runs, like I said, he runs uh, a bunch of these restaurants, or, and he also has like a like a TV show about cooking, uh, where it's like celebrities come on and they learn like uh, how to like make something like a ancestral like a uh, dish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, he's like kind of a big deal, and it says uh, the subject just says Danny in all caps. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I open the email. You open the email, and uh, it says, like, sorry about the caps lock. I don't know how to turn it off. Like, it's all, this whole email is in all caps. Uh, so he apologizes for the all caps. And basically, he's like, you know, I'm hearing, I'm hearing your, your name, you know, around town as someone who knows what he's doing in the kitchen. And this is, and this is in all caps, right? Yes, all caps. It's, um, okay it's an odd thing to read in all caps you know that's for yeah sure. so i'm like okay yeah okay all right, well, all right. yeah and so he's he so he goes like uh, I've re- um basically he says he he really wants to go into business with you uh he wants to kind of bankroll uh his thing is that he bankrolls restaurants and he kind of leaves the the chef to kind of handle that aspect of it you know what i mean he's, he's like he's like you know, marketing and stuff. That's my specialty. And he goes, and from what I hear, huh, food is yours, brother. Anyway, uh, give me a, give me a call. He like leaves a phone number at the end. He like, it says like, thank you, Antonio breakfast. And at that point he's yeah, for his la- for his last name, he's figured out how to turn the caps lock off, but he like just doesn't want to rewrite it. You know what I mean? So he just like, sends got it. it. Got um, it. Do you call him or what do you, what's the first thing you do? Wow. It's all very, uh, weird and uh, but you know what I think uh, I couldn't hurt to call the guy you know sure. even though he typed the whole email in all caps and uh, it seems like a weird thing for a restaurant mogul to do you think he would have his shit together a little bit but he could send an email for Christ's sake you uh, uh, yeah, like, said, uh you're like he, he answers he's like he's, he's like Danny it, it, it's it's Tony Tony B breakfast what's up Tony He's like, uh, anyway, yeah, um, basically, uh, I'm hearing some, some good things about you. And honestly, like, you're kind of killing it as far as, like, the culinary stuff goes. You've opened, like, a, uh, a small, uh, eatery, uh, in, and you are known as the Umami Mommy, because you're <laughs> really into uh food with umami you like like serious and, and, and like you have yeah. like a new mommy meter and stuff like that that you have set up there so sure. there's like people who are new to it like you know you're, you're like eh, start off with a two uh but if it's like a, a pro then you can like be like you know this baby goes up to 11 you know uh, has my nickname this whole time been the umami mommy the umami mommy yeah i man i had no idea yeah and so you're you're doing that, and uh, yeah, like I said, it's going pretty well. So he's like, really, I think it'd be kind of cool if you took some of the stuff that you're doing. Uh, I do mommy, mommy, 
And we kind of applied that to, uh, you know, some American staples or whatever. I don't know. Just throwing this out there. And you're like, all right. And he's like, uh, basically, uh, the terms are you are like the, uh, the head chef of this restaurant. Okay. And um, <clears throat> you get to come up with the, you know, the menu, uh, obviously, like the, the specials and stuff. You're in charge of hiring people, you know, hire sous chef and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also get uh, a, a brand new carving knife that you name uh, Molnir. And uh, basically, you, it's like you guys own it 50 50. He goes, okay. What do you say? Palomine. Uh, I would say I need to think on it, but I'm leaning towards no because uh, I, I, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to have that much responsibility. I'm too old to be a, a chef. I don't want that. Sure. And he's like, uh, he kind of like is quiet for a moment, and he's like, you know what? I respect that. And he goes, well, if you change your mind, give me a call on the phone or send an email. And he hangs up. You're like, huh. You uh, go into uh, your place, the Umami Mommy, and uh, it is uh, set on fire. It's like burning down. Whoa. Yeah. And you're like, and, and, you're, and you go like, holy guacamole. Uh, I say that? Yeah, it's the first thing that comes to your mind for some reason. What a a bummer. Yeah, and so um, you kind of are like, what am I going to do? And there's like, you know, the news are there. You know what I mean? There's like a newscaster comes over. Uh, He's like, he goes, goes, this is Bertram Hassels for Lanalax News. And he goes, uh, just what the heck is going on here? And you're like, you're like, they burned down my my restaurant. Like my gabagool. Like, you're like fucking, you know, really upset. There's like tears streaming down your face. Um, but uh, it ends in like the video ends up going viral uh, because like you're just and, like like the name of the, of of the video is is like Italian man loses it, uh, <laughs> cries for then colon cries about lost meat, and you're literally crying and you're like. The Capricola, like whatever it's called, you know what I mean. Like, get me, you, you, you know, you know. Um, okay, humiliating. Uh, but honestly, standing outside there and like smelling that burning meat, it smells pretty goddamn good. Okay. So you're like, huh? So you're kind of like, what the hell do I do, do I do now? You know. Uh, you right. kind of like walk back to your, your spot. You're like hands in your pockets, looking down at the ground and you kind of like look up and you kind of like stop at the last second because standing in front of you is this guy. He is wearing the reddest suit that you have ever seen in your life. It is a shade of red that frankly seems almost blasphemous, you know? Uh, He uh, has, like, a clown nose and, like, frizzy uh, orange hair. Uh, And he kind of looks at you, and he goes, Hello, Danny. I'm the sugar king. 
He goes, do you have a second? You're the sugar king? You're the sugar king. He winks at you. Um, His suit? Did you burn? Redder. I mean, I think I, I would ask him if he was one that burnt down my fucking restaurant. He goes, me? Oh, no, no, no. You're, you're dressed in all red. He pulls out like a, a piece of caramel and he goes, you want some candy? No, you fucking weirdo. He kind of goes, mm, you're lost. Flicks it in the air and like his tongue goes out to grab it. And his tongue is like three feet long. It grabs oh, the caramel, sucks yeah. it back in. He goes, That's bad news. Yeah, he goes, anyway, um, you know, uh, I make it my business to kind of know what's happening around town. Uh, I heard you turned down Antonio breakfast. He goes, ballsy move, kid. What do you say? Uh, yeah, how, how did you know about that? He kind of like chuckles a little bit and he goes, he goes, well, let's just say that I have people who have people. His eyes glow uh, red for just a second. Damn. Yeah. So he goes, look, um, honestly, I think that's pretty cool that you did that. Uh, he's like, it's ballsy. He goes, <laughs> he goes I want to offer you a job. He goes, you get $350,000 a year. And you become head of my candy division. Mm-hmm. He goes, what do you say? He sticks out his hand. He goes, do we got a deal? Yeah, uh, I can't I can't do deals with people whose eyes glow red and have three foot tongues. No offense, but it all seems really weird. For a second, the eyes so. turn black. His eyes turn black? For just a second, yeah. So, okay. so, so, do you say no or, or what? After the same time that he's, his eyes turn black, yeah, I, I think I'm kind of intimidated into saying yes now. I think, yeah. And he goes, yeah. yes. He shakes your hand. Nothing happens. Uh, so basically, you go on to work uh, for uh, the Sugar King. Uh, he has like a, he owns a restaurant called Sausage Pete's, and basically, in the back of that, you help him make his like his sweets. You know what I mean? Uh, you help okay. him like come up with like new candy ideas, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and you're like, uh, honestly, like working there is okay. Um, you kind of, you kind of work alone. It's uh, a little disquieting and there's a no music allowed. Other than that, it's, okay. it's okay. You don't, you don't see the sugar king that often. Every once in a while checks in with you. Uh, and you know, like I said, you're making like pretty solid, pretty solid money. Uh, and you're at the end of the first week of working there, you're like, Man, that's pretty cool. Wow, what a strange life. And then uh, you open the door to leave, and you're immediately shot in the chest uh, like seven times. And standing in front of you is the most grizzled cop that you have ever seen in your fucking life. Uh, He's like, you know, he's dressed like a plainclothes detective. His gun is smoking, you know? Uh, He uh, looks at you, and he goes, Palumbo. The name's Crumbs. And he goes, and you guys are going down. Shoots you in the middle of the head and your head explodes. And then uh, he sets a sausage piece on fire. Damn, dude. The last thing you see uh, as uh, the bullet 
it's weird because the bullet comes flying towards you and you know it's going to hit you right in the middle of your forehead and yeah. it's almost like time slows down and for a second you can kind of you look at who's shooting at you and it's like i said this grizzled plainclothes detective but like uh you can see on the side like a very sexy piece of like underwear poking out and you're like the fuck but then like but then like your head explodes and of course you die oh damn i have to die all confused and shit too yeah that that sucks you uh after after you die you kind of like come to and you're like what's going on and in front of you is this gigantic fly and you kind of go what and you kind of squint at it and what's weird is that it's a giant fly but it's made out of like smaller flies uh it's the uh the fly god uh Beelzebub. because you died in the service of the sugar king uh you are in uh Beelzebub's realm for all eternity and uh what's kind of weird about it is that the uh, Beelzebub talks with like a child's voice like he he's like he can't pronounce his awes so 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 he's like hello danny and he, and he goes welcome to eternity and he just chews on you for all of eternity damn dude and because you're italian there's so much delicious oil in you so like it tastes oh, like right great. he loves it right yeah today he loves it he loves it damn i didn't want to shake i didn't want to shake the dude's hand yeah well but he, you know. when somebody's eyes turn black you do what they say yeah uh, I, you know I, what i mean yeah i feel like we, we learned a lesson you were murdered by herbert crumbs <laughs> and spent eternally being chewed on by a uh, fly god. Is that guy? Who's Herbert Crumbs? Is he a private detective? He is uh, the head of. Uh, he works in candy crimes, and he is uh, okay. one day away from retirement. And he's uh, also he moonlights as a male stripper. Yeah, on on weekends he's male stripper. So when he looked oh, up and damn. saw like his sexy underwear, it was his. Yeah, this is damn. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it. 